Welcome to episode 52 of the Short Convos podcast with As Mirali and JC Warrior of Light Cashman. Uh-huh. Loving the headband, as for those listeners on the podcast, ads have a nice wide headband on. Have you got to wait six tomorrow. months to the next? Oh, I was going to say, you managed to get in again. I'm chopping it all off. I've had enough. We're going, we're going, going full baldy. And not full baldy, but we're going, we're going short and tight Back and trimmed. Yeah, like just enough. I've had enough. Fed up of it. It's getting in the uh- way. How do we find you this week, As? I noticed you're in a great jumper. Is that intentional? Not intentional, but but um, what's the word? Appropriate. Appropriate. It sums it up. Yeah, I, I'm good. Um, I'm a little bit. I'm in physical pain, and I don't know if we Ooh. spoke about this with you the other week. You remember when you had your back pain? You yeah, sat yeah. A little bit. I, I'm in the same spot this week. Lower back pain, mild but enough to be irritating, and the big thing is it's constant. Like it's just all day. So that it's just, that's put me in a bit of a bad mood, but everything else in life is, is cushy, which is so. So is this back pain? Uh, did you lift something, someone, or is it uh, stress? My back pain is the most irritating kind of back pain where you, you know, I could go lift something that's three times my body weight, nothing happens. But then one day I get up off the sofa a bit funny and something just goes inside uh, and then I'm messed up for at least a week and I think it's that kind of back pain either that or it's my car but we're not gonna we're not even gonna go there, going there. That. Going there. Uh, no, we'll be fine I'll do some yoga I'll be good as new in no time it's uh, it is not an issue how are you doing you look actually very bright and bushy tailed if I may say yeah so. yeah I, I'm I'm a little fatigued today I feel a little tired but in a good way as in mm-hmm. I feel I've put my time uh, on this rotating planet today to good use. Uh, well, nice the, the last, yeah, the last week. But I'm tired because of it. So it, it's been productive. I haven't, you know, halted at anything. I haven't thought, oh, I don't want to be doing this. But it's been, yeah, it's been all go, all go. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Well, that's good. I, th- I think that's a nice place to be. You know, you're doing the right stuff when you get to the end of the day and you're like, I'm ready for bed, yeah. but for the yeah. right reasons. And so going back to like what we spoke about a few episodes back, I've stuck to my uh, my evening and morning routines of like I'm being real strict with it now. Ten o'clock, the vice is off, and uh, you know uh, having to read before ten. I'm finding that once you, it's like all things, isn't it? Once you've done it for a longer period of time, you start to really notice the benefit from it. And if you you know, skip a day, miss a day, or you notice the difference when yeah when you're not. Yeah, you've got to just ingrain the habit again. Once the habit is set, then it can start building on momentum and doing stuff. And that's, yeah. that's the hardest part. I've, I've got a really good rule that's been helping me, which is the never miss two days. So whatever it okay. is, going to the gym, eating healthy, I can slip up here and there, not do something, but I can't and I won't allow myself to do it two days in a row. And I find once you've done it two days in a row, it's very easy to then fall off with something. But if you can get right back on after a little slip, then you can keep the momentum going. So yeah, that's, that's me yeah. Out. Two in a row. I like that. I bring a. I don't bring much to the conversation, if I'm honest today, as I'm sure we will converse. Uh, but I do bring a food. Uh, I do bring a food thing. Okay. So uh, I don't know if this is even a thing for you, or if it's ever come up in conversation. 
I'm just going to throw it out there, uh, okay? And we'll we'll see what comes back. You ready? Ready. Sweet corn. <laughs> where where are you at? I know we all know it comes out the way it goes in, and everything else. Uh, we don't need to go into the details, but where you at as with sweet corn? I think it tells a lot about a person. Okay. I don't enjoy it out of a tin. I don't enjoy it in a pile on a plate, but on the cob, it's one of my favorite things to eat. Yeah, so you're, you're like a CC. I, I'm not deterred by uh, sweet corn in a pile or on a plate or out of a tin, but I, uh, could you tell that I've eaten today before? And yes. uh, <laughs> we, had, we had corn on the cob, on the cob, and uh, I was thinking, ah, I haven't asked as I don't think, unless I'll. No, 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 no. I enjoy it on the cob, whether it no. be in the oven, in the grill, uh, barbecue in particular, uh, slathered in butter. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, butter. Butter, butter to the moon and back, uh, ideally. Uh, have you ever had it with sugar on it? No, I haven't. I think, I think it's a it's Mexican guy, thing that they do it like as a treat for the kids and it's literally buttered and okay. then rolled in sugar. Uh, I haven't actually had it. I was just curious if you had. Um, I've heard good Not things. Not cooked I or anything? Is it like cooked. cooked? No, no, cooked. Uh, cooked as you would. As in with so the sugar. On the grill. But with, the, yeah. So the sugar's kind of caramelized a little bit on the outside. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've never tried it, but I, I just don't know if it's too sweet at that point oh you can't get too sweet as these people no. talk about too sweet no, oh, no i don't know I, I think i think it can get too sweet not i mean you can have a single mouthful of anything and it can't be too sweet but i think things can get sickly if you had to eat like no no nah. okay you well, know some people don't have there. a a gag reflex i don't have the sweet reflex you don't have the, there is, <laughs> yeah the, I think uh, November last year for my dad's birthday, I think I did six desserts back to back. <laughs> we, we you could induce diabetes in one yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, there's no, but back to the sweet corn. My, my nan never liked sweet corn. Uh, for some reason, she always saw it as bird food. So she used to always have it in, used to always get it, used to always be defrosting it, but for the birds, it was bird food. <laughs> that's interesting Nine. that's and funny i don't like it mixed in stuff especially like i really don't like like tuna mixed in with sweet corn oh For me, no i'm not offended by that no i'm not offended oh, yeah. by that I, I don't know why it just it, it, it like actually grosses me out a bit even though i like both things individually but the two things mesh together it just it puts me off i don't know if you've ever, I, my family have a habit of putting it into rice and i'm just like why why would you put it <laughs> again I, I wouldn't be offended with that no yeah no, i don't know if i'm offended with, with it i just don't think it belongs there yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one on our cob i've got a top three. Oh, okay okay uh, it, it takes us somewhere else uh, yeah top three sounds now, I, we haven't done this, have we? I don't think so, no. I don't Ooh, think that's so. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Top three Top sounds. Three, so. I don't think we've done this. I, I've got a feeling a I moment. might have actually... Yeah, I've got a feeling... Well, let, let me say one, because I, I know one. 
Uh, and these are going to be in no particular order unless I decide so in a moment. Uh, but one of my favourite sounds is on my camper, because uh, the camper makes plenty of uh, good sound. Oh, I, I must be thinking of it because of when you've driven. I must, uh, you came with us. Uh, and it's the headlight beam. It's mm -hmm. the flick, for the, it's just a very metallic metal click where when you put, I can't make the sound, but when you do the headlight beam, the full beam, uh, that, that is one of my favorite sounds. And it immediately puts you in the camper on a trip somewhere as well. So yeah, full See, beam, click. I think we have had this conversation, not on the podcast, but I think you have told me that that is one of I'm your favourite sure. in, in favorite it, I, I kind of recall on the way to Cornwall going, as, 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 you ready for this? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right. Uh, should we go one for one on this one? Yeah, yeah, go for uh, it. So my, one of my favourite sounds is real, like, lightning and thunder. Oh, yeah. It, as, like, yeah. a nature sound goes. I think it's one of the most epic sounds ever. It sounds exactly like what it is. You know what I mean? Just dangerous. You don't want to get touched with it. Stuff. Take me further. Where where have you been with your best, most epic of that? Oh, that's a good question. Probably just at home. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't actually recall a time where I've been properly out in it and experienced it like that. Um, but but at home, we've had it a few times where I don't know if it's like London attracts it with <laughs> high buildings and stuff or whatever antennas but we, we've had some pretty pretty gnarly storms uh and just when when it almost feels like it's physically shaking the building you're in that's like quite a sensation i think when you feel nature affect your surroundings oh yeah then you're kind of just like oh, oh, oh. that's that's a thing my share mine we were in uh, america in florida young let's say Daytona Beach or somewhere like that and we're in a uh, hotel with uh, uh, quite a lot of the American hotels they've got like walkways that look outside around the outside of the, the building and there was this storm out at sea a uh, thunder lightning storm at sea and the entire horizon was lit up by all these lightning streaks and everything quite else went on for like we sat there I can remember sitting there with mum and dad uh, yeah, years and years ago now. And uh, it wasn't where we were, but it was happening at sea. And it, yeah, I think that was probably one of the most beautiful, like spectacular displays of it I've seen. Uh, that was yeah. good. Yeah, it's super cool. I think if you get to, there's good um, like satellite footage of it where you can see it from the other side yeah. uh, and kind of going through the clouds and things. And it's, it's something to behold. It's just, yeah, it's pretty, pretty fascinating. I've got my top three now. So my second one, uh, I wouldn't say these are in any particular order. Uh, my second one is uh, the sound of water. Uh, in particular, I'm in a conservatory at the moment, so that sound of rain uh, or just flowing water. Uh, I love sitting next to uh, flowing water and that sound of it going through the rocks or wherever it's going off or waterfall or, yeah, water in its natural movement sense. Yes, water yeah. is uh, the natural water is probably one of the most beautiful and calming sounds, isn't it? Yes. If you are, yeah. uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to sleep sounds or a white noise or anything, uh, but there's tons of rainfall ones and water hitting the beach. There's obviously something in our brains that knows. I love that those water rain sticks. You know those rain sticks. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't got one, uh, but yeah, I lo love them. I had a friend who had a really, really like long one. 
and they you want. turn it and it go for about 10 minutes here yeah it was oh, wicked. that's cool yeah i want one of those i'm gonna get a red no, stick. Like one. <laughs> uh all that sound number two sound number two is probably the sound of a piano uh, I don't know Ooh, if that quite counts, but the the sound of a piano over because I like I'm primarily a guitarist, but the 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 instrument that in my ears resonates the nicest has always been a piano. I th I just think it makes it makes a very special sound. Any particular piano? That just you... the the better the nicer the better. You know, like uh, I've had I've been fortunate enough to hear a full grand piano be played, and like nothing compares. Uh, but but honestly, any kind of piano uh, I, I go for. My dad, my granddad used to build and then tune and repair them. So it, it's just kind of in me from a very young age to enjoy the piano and appreciate it. And then going through music school and exploring it more, you just uh, yeah, I just have a very big appreciation for what what it does, what a, what an instrument is. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great one. Uh, my this is the gold this is my top of the top three and uh that's the first noise uh your newborn child makes that no. first that first cry uh that yeah that that's something to behold uh, especially the first one you know what's coming with the next ones but we had a little bit of a gap between so it was just a, a special but that that first noise of uh uh, the newborn child that's yeah I, that, that's out in front of everybody definitely i guess that's a real mixed bag of sensations right because you you've never heard that before and you know what it signifies in terms of like you know a shift it's like a real paradigm shift of of what your life is going to be like moving forward yeah i mean it much more than just the sound like you said with the uh piano it like the just a baby crying you can appreciate a newborn baby crying but it's just that sound you you've had that nine months uh you know period of which you know it gets even more uh, uh surreal the closer you get to your first child again as well or any child but it, it gets even more intense and then that moment when you hear them for the first time and uh, you know thankfully lauren was uh, fine uh, during the whole birthing process and with the with the child as well we had you know no problems we're fortunate in that sense so uh, the delivery was as natural as it could be and everything else and then yeah it's also that realization at the same time it's like right shit I, i'm in <laughs> charge here, here. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that, that's way up there yeah that's a great one uh, my last one i guess it's a bit of a cheat but it it, it counts for me it's uh, the sound of stillness. And like this can be experienced in a lot of different Ooh, ways and a lot yeah. of different times, because I'll give you an example of a, a stillness that was not very quiet. And it was, it was one of the grading courses that we did uh, with, with the martial arts. Uh, get the bell, we got a bell. Yeah, uh, with the martial arts. Bing. And it was, I think it was the bag work. Everyone was hitting a bag. The room was full of, Boom, 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 boom. scream shouts breathing everything but in that moment there was a stillness because everyone was doing exactly what they were everyone had their intentions on what they should have their intentions on and when you can sit back in a room and be present of that that's a very beautiful thing and then whatever the sound is of people doing exactly what they're meant to be doing 
when they're meant to be doing it. That's always a beautiful sound. I was watching a film last night, actually, and uh, I've watched it over a few nights. I started watching it, I think it was Saturday and fell asleep, and then watched a bit Sunday, and then watched a bit last night before cut-off time. Well, no, they finished it last night. And uh, they actually capture that moment during it, and it's in The Last Samurai, uh, the Tom Cruise uh, Last mm -hmm. Samurai film. And it's at the end when uh, they attack uh, the, uh, you know, the baddie Japanese, or however you want to put it, and uh, they full fighting and then uh, the main uh, samurai dude and Tom Cruise he just stops and like pans around in the middle of the fight and it's all like happening between them and then yeah it's what you just said everyone's doing what they're meant to be doing at that moment but there's a stillness yeah, yeah. I think it that captured it really well good one yeah good I like that that was a really yeah we haven't done top sounds I'm pretty sure but now yeah, I'm pretty sure enjoyable. I couldn't have guessed yours. I couldn't have guessed yours. I, I would have, in hindsight, maybe come up with an instrument, but I wouldn't have guessed the others. Yeah, I've got a bunch of also just like what I'd call satisfying sounds, but they're not like, for example, a good zip, a really good proper yeah. zip. I enjoy that sound. And the same with like anything that clicks into place, but has a good click to it. But they're not like top sounds, yeah. but I, I can appreciate a good bit of mechanics where something goes in where it's meant to go that's also a good noise but i don't know if it's a, it's the sound or the experience but smashing something yeah. i really enjoy smashing something i think that's, I think a, that's, that's more, a all senses kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah that's not but, sound specific is it yeah for sure do you have um, do you have one sound you really don't like oh really can't stand uh, on you. there's several voices i don't like uh <laughs> that belong to people <laughs> Uh, one sound I don't like. Uh, go on, as you give us one, we'll have a think. Oh, I wasn't actually prepared for it myself, but I'm sure I can think right. of some. Maybe, maybe we'll come back to this in a minute. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there is. Because smell comes to mind, but I'm sure there's a sound that offends as well. But uh, actually, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I mentioned the film or something. I was watching it the other day. But I've got a recommendation for everyone out there. Uh, I don't know. If you have yet ads uh the last chance you docuseries on uh netflix uh it, the they've just brought out a new uh season which i just finished where it goes along the basketball journey but all the previous seasons they were uh american football have you last chance you uh, i did series one I, I watched i've watched enough of it to know exactly what it is yes it, yeah. It's a great uh, recommendation. I think if you're, if you're into sport and, uh, you know, uh, the psychology of it all, or just a bit of, uh, what would you call it? It's a bit of sort of social dynamics, everything, isn't it? I just think the last one, too, I think the way they shot it, this last one, the basketball one, I think they've done even the best cinematography for it as well. And uh, they, yeah, they, they just piece it together so so well i think it's a, a fantastic fantastic series and this one uh it actually just in case you watch i won't spoil it it runs into the pandemic as well and okay. uh it's very relevant for sport people so we've all had our you know time disrupted uh you know massively by not doing events or anything else the whole world has everything haven't they weddings a whole lot but yeah it's very relevant for sport people as well so uh, if you want a bit of grounded, if you're missing your sport or that kind of thing, watch watch Last Chance You. 
Yeah, I think anything that shows high-level competition uh, is always a really interesting watch, especially if they let you on the inside of it, like you really get to to see the, the inner workings. Mm. I think that stuff is always just really fascinating to, to take in because everyone's got, there's always different approaches, isn't there? There's different ways of being competitive and different people have a different thing but there's like overarching principles that you seem to see again and again and again regardless of the field regardless of the sport there's certain things that you're just like you're a competitor and you see it in them or you're the even as a coach like the coach is you're like you're a competitive coach as opposed to just a, yeah. a nice person yeah yeah no it's uh, good big to explore it. On that side of things, maybe think actually, uh, I don't know if you've got something to say about it, but I'm sure we can uh, converse about it. Tiger King, where mm -hmm. have you been with that? We because... watched it, we watched yeah. all of it, uh, but this was, we watched it when it came out at the start of the pandemic. So lockdown one, uh, where we really didn't know what to do with ourselves, to be honest. Uh, so so we jumped we jumped into it and yeah we watched it all the way through have you watched it did you expose well, yourself to it the reason i brought it up is no i didn't watch it and uh i suppose it was a bit of a choice not to watch it well uh let's uh, I, it just didn't seem to capture me as something that i'd want to watch uh i didn't i was probably watching last chance you instead whichever season or, or no i was watching michael jordan or something or nfl was on so didn't have time for it and uh, but we watched uh, Lauren was watching Louis Farouk. I really enjoy Louis Farouk's uh, mm -hmm. take on everything, and uh, he's done one on the Lion King, uh, Tiger King, uh, a follow up. So I've got a gist. Lauren caught me up with the story and what happened and everything. So I believe Louis Farouk interviewed him prior to it coming onto Netflix. Uh, then he came onto Netflix. And then what happened happened. And then Louis Farouk's done this follow up one uh, with him in, uh, you know, in incarcerated jail. now. Wow. Uh, but he doesn't go to see him. He basically goes through all of these old footage. So it's Louis Farouk basically saying, I, you know, I went back through and I found all this old footage that we didn't share. And then he meets up with a bird that, you know, was his arch enemy that fed her husband to the tiger. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, did she? Did she? I don't know. <laughs> I really but, don't know. But my point on it is like, I've got no, after watching that, I've got no want to watch the Tiger King now. Uh, I, I'm not uh, going to uh, entertain myself with that because I just have an overwhelming sadness about it all that we live in a world where this is happening to the, to these animals. You know, whatever fast or whatever they're up to, they're up to, you know, as people and everything else. But what, you know, they're, they're breeding animals that are almost extinct in, you know, nature in captivity and treating them. Yeah, it's just, I, I found it really quite deeply disturbing. Well, uh, so this is what happened as someone who did watch it and who would like, I consider myself aware on stuff like that, you know, uh, wildlife preservation and endangered animals and all the rest of it. Um, you, They really dress it up in a way, especially in the early episodes, where you don't quite understand what's going on. When you watch episode one and two, as far as you can tell, it's like a wildlife reserve and they're, they're actually just raising these endangered animals and helping to rebreed them and repopulate. And it 
unfolds that they're actually horrific people uh, and that, you know, none of this is kosher and all of this is messed up. And then you then you get enthralled in the stories and it becomes it's almost nothing to do with the tigers by the end of it. It's it's all about this guy, one of the guys, spoilers for anyone who's not watched it and you don't intend to watch it, so I'm gonna throw a spoiler out. One guy on film shoots himself in the head, like suicides himself. This is his partner, and isn't it? It's one of the guys, yeah, his partner, one of the guys who was working for him and you literally, they don't show it, but I imagine the footage is there, but they show the reaction of someone who's standing in the room when it happens. So it's like, we're way off talking about tigers at this point. And it's this insane cult social dynamic that really is what you kind of stick around for. One of the girls gets her arm ripped off by a tiger. Straight up ripped off. She worked there, put it in the wrong place at the wrong time, lost her arm, has a stump for the rest of the thing. And she's just like, oh, you know, it's fine. You know, these things happen. It's no one's fault. It's probably my fault. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, it's insanity. And you, it's only by the end of it that you're kind of brought back to the fort of the tigers. And you go, oh my God, these poor animals. But you, it's, they, they take you way off of that path with it. But there's more, they've got more, they had more animals in captivity than are in the wild. That's how mad the breeding was out there. They've got like hundreds of cats in America more than you would find in their natural habitat doing what they'd naturally do. Yeah, I just find that whole thing is, yeah, I just, yeah, just weird. Yeah, just like weird. if I knew it all going in, I wouldn't have watched it. And that's what I mean. I think when you just saw it on Netflix and all you saw was this guy with tigers, you clicked on it, you watched episode one and then you're in. But I think yeah. if having known it all and especially what a media whore this guy turned out to be where you know he's in prison now but he's basically a celebrity and he's just like suckling on the teat of this yeah. celebrity i would not entertain it for a moment like this whole jake paul logan paul thing i've got no interest yeah. right no interest because it's like you're just trying to be famous for the sake of being famous to get money because your world is so small that that's what you think is of value but yeah. you don't see that going into tiger king it's it's something else i wouldn't yeah. recommend it to anyone but i'll say that much yeah so we get a recommendation and a non-recommendation non recommendation. just just leave it out you do if you haven't watched it you a you missed the boat yeah. and b the boat ain't worth jumping on so yeah just, just leave yeah. it as is don't sell that sinking ship no it does for sure for sure how is your training going Training, training since the start of the year, since this third lockdown, like we're you know technically out of it now, has been going really, really well, uh, really well. I've been actually pulling off seven twenties today uh, in the class, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I feel I'm, I'm actually aching. I hurt today because we've upped the conditioning with the Fight Club again, and uh, like I'm feeling fast. I'm feeling technically good. Uh, I haven't done so much karate, but we ran through all the katas the other week. Uh, for not that age is a thing, but it is relevant. 
for my age and uh, lifestyle, as in what I'm doing, family, everything else, I'm really pleased with things at the moment. And I've got a good training's in balance, as it's in balance. You? I only ask, well, before, before I tell you, I only yeah. ask because at our stage in where we're at with it, the goals are very different with our training because I don't know about you, but I teeter on and off about competing again, but probably won't compete again at the level that, you know, we used to compete. So it's like my whole approach and attitude is that to change towards my relationship with training is that to change in order to have a relationship with it. Cause that's, I think you see so many people who are athletes when they're younger and then they just lose it when they get older because the relationship yeah. isn't the same. But I noticed, you know, you've kept yourself in shape. I've stayed in shape. So that's really what I wanted to ask is what are you training for, if anything? Uh, what has kept you motivated? I think it's interesting for people to hear. Yeah. I think uh, prior to this whole pandemic, I would say it all slipped quite a bit because I was just super busy with everything. And uh, the training was just not. A priority whatsoever you know the priority was whatever it was training others or you know working do what it, what it family whatever it was the the training uh, had slipped i would go in and out in and out in and out of it and occasionally do it and not but looking back i i think uh you you don't realize how even though we're conditioned how out of condition your body does come to what you used to be conditioned mm -hmm. if that makes sense i'm past the point of competing I, I won't compete again i don't need to compete again and i'm already doing enough at tournaments mostly running them refereeing coaching on them and everything else so i, I won't throw competing in there as well uh and uh, uh during the lockdowns the first lockdown in particular uh last year the long one uh, I did shed load of pre-recorded stuff, like usually the full 45 minute lesson at a time. And I would do the full uh, fitness workout because uh, I needed to, I felt I needed to do it because that's what the person was watching to follow along and everything else. So I'm pleased I did it because it was, uh, I've created a nice catalog. So I was training into that. Uh, now I'm training why I think everyone trains or what I push in particular is uh, I'm training because I know it benefits everyday life. I know it benefits all the challenges that we have. So at Fight Club yesterday, I, I'm going to do a post of it actually, I got it uh, videoed what I said, uh, but I said during like we're doing this conditioning at the moment where you got to do ladders and then lift something or flip a tire or whatever, and then we're working indoors, working some technique. I said to everyone, you've got three choices uh, where when you hit this point where you have to push yourself. You have three choices. And this point, right now, we're doing training. So, you know, you, we're doing five minutes on this station. You're going to hit a point where you start to get tired. You're going to push yourself. But when I refer to pushing yourself, it could be any walks of life. You know, it could be exams. It could be getting ready for a business uh, meeting. It could be, it could be anything. And uh, so you've got three choices. One, make an excuse and give up. So in our competition, our training, you always say, oh, my leg hurts. Or, you know, the injury comes up again and you make an excuse and, and you stop. 
the second choice, which obviously you don't want to do at all. The second choice, not as bad as the first, but you don't want to do it either, is you do nothing at all. You, you don't quit, you don't give an excuse, but you just don't put the effort in. Or you see people in training, you know, especially when it's a circuit, just sort of standing around, you know, daydreaming or whatever. And I said, that, that's not good because you're just not moving forward. You're not using the time you've got. And then there's the third choice, which is to take control of that moment. It is in that moment, that last 10 seconds, the first 10, the second 10, every 10 seconds to push yourself the most because that might actually keep you standing still and not going backwards. You know, some people are saying haven't fought in a ring. If you fight in the ring and you're standing toe to toe with someone, there's nowhere you can go. You've got to push yourself just to stand toe to toe. Uh, and then more often than not, if you push yourself, you will come out victorious. You will come out the better. And I said that training, I was saying last night, is what instills that push in yourself. You will only react by training. It won't be a case of, okay, this is the moment I need to push myself. So I'm going to choose to push myself. It's going to be a moment that happens in life or in the fight or in the competition uh, that is out of your control. It's thrown on you. And it's only in that moment, if you've trained pushing yourself, will you push yourself? So yeah, that's why I train. I like that. See, I'm going to take credit for pulling that out of you because I think that was yeah. a nice little, uh, little monologue. Boom. Yeah. I think we should just have a quote and leave it there. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was, that was too tidy. I'm going to go uh, train. To go train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to push gym. Push Let's go hands <laughs> up. Well, I, I, it's, uh, it's not a deep, meaningful uh, quote, but you could probably uh, understand why I went to it. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Oh, I, wa I wonder why this was your choice for today, slash yesterday, <laughs> slash... No, no, slash today, because yesterday was made a fourth me with you. Today is Revenge of the Fifth. Come on, Az. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, the worst thing is, I can't remember when I first heard this made a fourth be with you. But when I first heard it, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I thought it was so <laughs> clever. And now I hear it and it drives me insane. And I'm a Star Wars fan. <laughs> You're right, you're mad, you're not embracing. I, I don't, I'm not. This th last year, I embraced it reluctantly. I was like, it is the fourth, may the fourth be with you, but I wasn't enjoying saying it. And then this year, I, I'm actually a, a little cut off by it to an extent. Couldn't tell you why. I'll, I'll go watch it, Star Wars and then yeah. I'll feel better about it. Afterwards. Ian sends me loads of Star Trek uh, jokes. So all day I just get like, you know, beat me up Scotty and Star Trek related things. Do you like Star Trek? No, no. <laughs> uh, I like the new films. I like the Abraham uh, films. Uh, I think he's done well with them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the the original thing and all of that. No, I'm not, not a Trekkie. No, no I, it's normally one or the no. other, right? All right, my yeah. quote yeah. to finish us off will be, I'm trying to pick. I had a couple set up. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for this one. This is quite a um, cheesy classic quote, but I think sometimes the cheesy ones are the best. So you, we'll, we'll leave it to people's opinions. There are no limits to what you can accomplish except the limits you place on your own thinking. Brian Tracy. Love it. There you go. Love it. Boom. Smashed it. Limitless.
limitless. Well, no like, limits. comment, subscribe, share, all of those things that you all those things. Do. Find us on the social media platforms. We are on yeah. most of them. Instagram, Facebook, short combos, podcast. You will find us. Uh, get subscribed, get liking. We appreciate it. Peace out. Peace out.